This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we talk about the worst tin food ever and how do we switch off, restart our diet and our training from a holiday. Three, two, one. You look a little bit lean there, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast <clears throat> with myself, Damik. That's a little. And me, Tom Hall. Wow, you got a little cough. Sorry about that. COVID. Really Are sorry. You? That's probably the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Um, am I? Am I a bit? I. I. Oh, I've, 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 I've secretly been dieting. I. Mm. <laughs> secretly secretly i remember three weeks ago you were like and i've tracked this today and I yeah like, I, <laughs> I had like i had i think it was about no it was about five weeks ago five six weeks ago, right. i had like a week of had a week of tracking just to recalibrate where i was at the things and then since then i've just basically eaten the same thing as that like every day <laughs> I just eat the same things i know what i'm doing i've basically been snacking less buying no snacks buying none of that sort of stuff and leaving it in the house um and yeah, I've got a bit leaner, to be fair. Yeah, you I have. have. Well done. Thanks, mate. I've got to do that now because sure, so. I, I, I ate can't everything I possibly could um, whilst I was away. And so, so you should, mate, for a holiday. That's the point exactly. of holidays. Like, that is, like, there's people, no reason not to. Obviously, you know my girlfriend. And um, yeah, she was like, yeah, I can't keep up with you. Like, why do you eat so much? I'm like, on holiday... My my version of holiday, yeah, is do what you don't normally do. Yeah, um, this is it's against the grain. It's to do whatever. I'm like I'm doing stuff I don't normally do. That's the point of holiday. I'm, yeah, I'm done it. Like I wasn't. I didn't need breakfast every day. Thousand percent because we had loads of food in the evening and I was still full. But I knew I wanted breakfast because I was like the breakfast is nice and the, and they're cooking it for me. That don't happen every day. So that's it, isn't it? That's half the thing for me, right? <laughs> Is I reckon it, it's it's the preparation stuff. Like I reckon if Laura was like a fantastic cook and loved cooking, I would be a different size completely. It's more <laughs> to do with the fact that I go downstairs, I have a coffee first thing. I don't eat breakfast. My natural reaction isn't to have breakfast. I just drink coffee first thing. Then I crack on with work. Once I start getting into my work and I start feeling my belly rumble, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have some breakfast now in the next sort of 10, 15 minutes. And it's usually around like half 10, 11. And I'm like, Right, I've got loads of work to get back to, so I probably should have something real quick. So it's like yogurt, apple in there in the bowl, eat easy. Same thing for lunch. Like, I, so this is what I've been doing when I'm dying. And then I have a pack of ready cooked chicken, and I have a pack of, and I get these um, potatoes from, um, I think from MS or something like that, quite nice. Just shove them in the oven for 35 minutes. They cook, goes crispy, easy. That's what I have potatoes, fiber, it's kind of a vegetable, kind of counts. Um, <laughs> pack of chicken, that's it for lunch. Then I have dinner, and that's it. That's all I have. Probably don't eat enough protein. Don't really care. Um, but calories are low. And I try not to snack too much. If I do, it's like a gold. Do you remember gold bars, by the way? Yeah. Oh, my God. Found those again. So they're like 80 calories each. Brilliant. Nice. So having, <laughs> and then I have a gold bar with a decaf coffee, something, you know, something like that. And then that's it. But if Laura was there going like, oh, you know, there's a full English here or there's this here, I'd be like, oh, oh my God. I, I'd eat it. Of course I would. Like, just put it in front of you. <laughs> That's one of the biggest things it's put in front of you. My biggest thing is the prep. It's like, I fucking hate it. I can cook and I do, when, when I did it properly, it, it can be good, but who's got the time for that shit? Can't be doing with it. Oh, I like cooking. That's the thing as well. But I'm just like, oh, 
but then like work. Well, not when I'm time over, pressured or I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. I'm yeah. like, normally pretty pretty knackered and, and end of day. So you're like, unless it's a weekend, and I quite like slow cooking and stuff like that. But yeah, it was gorgeous. Did not have a bad meal whilst I was away. Highly recommend. Oh, where'd I go? Uh, Greenway Hotel in uh, the Cotswolds. It was lovely. Even if you're just going for dinner, like if, if we didn't realize <laughs> how much we didn't know, it was quite a fine dining, like three rosette um, like restaurant. And uh, like, you went down in your vans, did you? And basically, Chloe on on the first night, I was like, "Thank God, I didn't put shorts on." And like, Chloe was just in like normal clothes, like just comfy clothes, because we just got there. We were like chilling out and like went for a little walk and then uh, like chilled out at the spa and then went to dinner. I didn't realize it was really fancy, and we were like, "We feel so underdressed." There was like, Mm. like ball gown kind of like shindigs going on over there, like lads in like shirts and tie. We were like. Oh dear. I was like, I did have vans on, correct. Um, I was like, there was one step away from going coming down with flip-flops, if I'm really honest. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, for breakfast, I don't mind. I do that all the time. I'm like flip-flops, baseball hat, like I don't know, yeah. little vests, and I'm like, let's go. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares what you look like. Breakfast, it's, it's fine. But yeah, dinner, I guess so. But yeah, lovely. People look at me. I hate weird that feeling. I, that. I hate that feeling though when you don't know the dress code and you're like, you've got yeah, it wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate it. Not that I'm bothered, really, like, no. but it's more like, oh, could someone just have told us? Like, I just feel like it's right. Everyone's like, like, I could have looked at how good the restaurant was, but I didn't, just didn't. I was just like, ah, oh, it's a restaurant attached to a hotel. Like, that's fine. But they're normally, they're normally okay. I was just like, we're only probably going to eat here, like, on the first night and then go out for other stuff. But we ended up actually eating there every night because it was so lovely. It was so nice. We were like, oh, yeah. like every night we were there. We were only there for three nights, but it was just like, yeah. Then highly recommend some yurting. Went a bit a of yurting, yurting in eh? Devon. Lovely. And then uh, the pig. The pig in Padstow. Uh, there's a few of them, I believe. Um, lovely. Pig was lovely. Enjoyed that place. That was Chloe's uh, pick. So hats off to her. I wasn't Good done. I wasn't done, mate. Wasn't done. Wanted to stay there for a bit longer, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. No. Never. Never enough. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not though, is never it? Enough. It's. No, you're just like. Uh, just, just want to stay there, especially in like at the back end of Cornwall. I've I've not done a lot of. It sounds really like bad. I have. I feel like I have, but a lot of staycationing um, in my adult life. I tend tend to go like Portugal or something like that, and um, yeah, it was really lovely. Definitely something I will definitely do again because like the money you'd like I would like quite happily pay on flights like up for grabs really it's like where do we yeah. spend that obviously I, I rented a car but yeah I was just like oh yeah nice put, yeah put for me the, I think I think going like say some you have to for me you have to leave your house like outside your four walls is the one thing like <laughs> staycation staying at home is just like nah it's nothing like mm. tried that the other week and it was just didn't didn't help him whatsoever um but i think i think in the uk i think it is underrated but i think obviously at the moment because everyone's been going it's just a bit like oof, like everything's yeah. really expensive and you're like everyone's really, really full yeah. um so yeah but i'm going to i'm going to dubai in a couple of weeks to see mike you so it'll be nice it'll be nice to get on a plane and go through that whole rigmarole um get somewhere <laughs> warm as well not that i'm huge on the sun and heat but it's much nicer than being cold much nicer than Dan, Dan coming back pink. You're going to be big red lobster. 100% mate. 
100%. Um, so yeah, that'd be it'll be nice to have a break. I mean, I'm not taking the week off from clients. I'm still doing my check-ins and stuff because I yeah. only took a week off about five, six weeks ago. Because um, so your fitness, really... your fitness, mate, your online fitness, you can do it from anywhere. That's it. Hashtag grinding, mate, all the time. You know. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I might have to change my updates from like video or or, or phone calls to sort of like maybe a, a voice note or something because I don't know how how it works out there. But I'm sure I'll find a way um, <laughs> way around it. But no, I'm looking forward to right. some sunshine. Makes you feel better, doesn't it? Sun just makes you feel better. I just think that's the thing with holidays for me is like. I think with the UK holiday, the one thing I wouldn't be okay with is the sun. I always feel like that makes you feel so much better, so much better. Sun on your skin. Again, I'm not huge on lying out in it or anything, but just being around it, even just more than normal for me is just, yeah, feels good. Definitely. Definitely for me, like being somewhere near the sea was clearly big for me. I was just like, this is good. Like the sea, like water. Yeah. Just like, all right, like this. Took Chloe yeah, in but the, I don't really uh... go in it though. I don't really go in it. But oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it. like the don't air and like being there. I forced, forced my girlfriend to go in three times because <laughs> oh, I love, I love, I love swimming. Right, so I'm starting to lounge around there. But obviously, pissing cold. Um, <laughs> yeah, in uh, old uh, just Harlem Bay. Um, it was beautiful, though. lovely. I enjoyed, I enjoyed flowering around in the salty water. Good. Lovely. Beach, beach body ready, one I done. Definitely not. I was like as fat as I've been for a while. So, but not loving that every minute of it. Sorry, am I not? All right. Not, Larger? Uh, probably not. Probably not. You're probably not allowed to say any of that. Heavier. To be fair, heavier. Nowadays. I'm definitely heavier. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Den- denser, thicker. Denser, especially when, especially when I, put a, I put up a reel today of like lots of uh, deadlifts. And then Chloe was like, some of these are old, aren't they? I was like, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, the wondrous thing about the iPhone is you literally just type in exercise or workout into your photos, and I've got about two thousand videos of me working out, and I'm like, easy. There you go. I'm like, I would have filmed nearly everything once. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. Yeah, watch that. So I was like, scroll down. When did I do a sumo suitcase like deadlift thing? Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. That goes across. I've never like, I've never wavered like crazily fat and crazily thin. So I think I could still, I'm still all right. So you can definitely tell the newer ones from the older ones though. I, I was also like, like the, the last one I was like deadlifting like 210, 220 kilos. So I was like, that was a long time ago. Uh, I'm definitely not that strong now. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah. I actually weighed about 82 kilos then as well. Cause I was prepping for comp and I was pulling like 210, 220. She was like, I was like, yeah, I'd be fucking shit lean if I was down at 82 kilos right now. I'd be actually looking decent, yeah. decent Nick. I was like, it's a long way away though. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Uh, I'm like, well, I've got another five, six years of training in me since then. Like, Jesus, I'm not reaching there anytime soon. Um, yeah, mate. All right. Well, one one thing I did want to cover before we before you have some protein bars, because I was away and uh, totally forgot about ordering them. I was meant to. I will order them post podcast uh, now. Um, and basically, there's no food in the house uh, right now. Obviously, I'm dieting. Uh, but we decided to just delve into the cupboard, and as as one does every now and again, and just picked out some tins that no matter you can't ever remember buying. But there's some tin. There's always tins in your cupboard just just for those rainy days. I don't know because you have a child, maybe. 
like Isabel likes some tinned food every now and again, but you're a rustic man. Um, Laura definitely can only cook from tins, so that's probably why you haven't. Um, yeah. What What is the best and worst tinned food that you can buy? There's a whole aisle dedicated to this in every supermarket, but this only it only led me to this because basically the two tin choices that I chose was like I was gonna have some tomato soup. You just have some normal like cream and tomato soup, Heinz, lovely job. But for some odd reason, I think it might have been like in one of the lockdowns, I bought a tinned Heinz macar- or like uh, macaroni cheese. Oh, poor fuck, fuck, Fucking hell, it's disgusting. It was so bad. <laughs> I didn't oh. eat it at the end of it. I had one teaspoonful and was like, <laughs> no, it was... Um, I, and I've I I like I think I like macaroni cheese. Every single time, I'm disappointed and don't really like it. There's something about yeah. it. I'm. It's, it's well, one I of the most just disappointing it's gonna meals. Be, it's going to be really, really cheesy, but it's always a bit like it's always it's been too like liquidy. Bleh. It's too liquidy. That one stuff. was really liquidy, and I've had some ones that have not been so liquidy. And like, I'm always thinking there's going to be a nice like crust. Or like crumb on it, yeah, and like some bacon in it, and I'm like, it's just so shit. And it's yeah. annoying because like Chloe really likes. I assume it, but, because um, the Americans build bigger up so much that it's gonna taste really good because they eat loads of yeah, really, really high calorie food, but it's not. It's not good. Mac and cheese, unpopular opinion, I, is not good. But yeah, best I think tin tinned to worst worst tin. I mean, I think I'm gonna just go with standard staple of. <laughs> beans. I mean, Heinz beans, but also mushy peas are good. Like, they're the two that I think are pretty good. I was sick of my mouth twice today. Who's <laughs> that? Fuck it, mushy peas. Mushy yeah. peas are good. Um, That's corn beef good as well. Corn beef. There you go. There's one of the right answers. Corn beef. Surprisingly expensive. Who um, is that? Um, <laughs> worst tin. I mean... Does it have to be something that I've ever bought or I own or that I've seen? I feel like you, yeah, it can be any any of those, any of the above. Because, I mean, the ones that you've seen in a supermarket that are like the, the full English breakfast in a tin. Full like English in a tin. just like, I've just done that. no. I've no, done no, that. just, just <laughs> no. Like, who's buying the... that? Like, who's, who's keeping that company in business? Who? We've, we've done that because um, we did it at uni. And we decided to buy like lots of random tins just to try it. Like, just because something you do at uni don't study um and also there was um you know the is it frey and sons the pie in the tin frey bentos mate yeah frey bentos yeah, i yeah. went for a phase at uni of those and they're good they're, yeah yeah <laughs> pie in a tin yeah yeah they're good get a pie in a tin they're like what you can get a pie in a tin yeah it's great <laughs> but yeah you can get like chili con carne tin it's pretty weird but it's all right it's just like dog food um, but yeah, the, it's yeah. not good. The full English in a tent, not a good thing. No, it's not going to be, is it? And just spam <laughs> in general. I think any, just spam, just, ugh. no. See, I know a lot of people that like spam. It's just that weird it's, texture for me. It's it's not. weird, isn't it? You're like, all right, just have some ham. Not this reconstituted yeah. crap, but then corned beef is nice. So I don't know. That's also, it's if different. you've never had like ox tongue, tastes exactly like ox tongue. People don't realise that they're like, ooh, a ton. Like basically corn. One beef. of the best, one of the best <laughs> dishes that I used to make at uni. Corn beef corn hash. hash. Oh, oh, fucking brilliant. Oh, corn, corn beef. Corn beef, hash. baked beans, potato. Oh, you can't go wrong. 
Corn beef hash. Like all the foreigners that listen to the show are going, what the fuck is any of this shit? I used to make corn beef hash, but I used to have it with like sandwich pickle or brown sauce. You know, like the you know, like the small chunk Branston yeah, pickle. Yeah. Oh my god. You're so northern. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So northern. <laughs> so northern. <laughs> Mate, so good there. But yeah, I would go there. Like, yeah, I, I quite like the uh just baked beans sausages. I'm I'm quite happy with that. Um, yeah, you see that they're, they're they're a staple. I mean yeah, a staple and then yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti hoops. I'm a bit like meh. Nah, mm. I never liked them as a kid. Never was that big on them at all. Isabel likes them, but I'm not not mm. bothered. But yeah, I think we're about there. So if anybody, I'm, I'm going to put a poll up. Fuck it. That'd be great. Or oh, like some questions. Corn beef. People, I, I, I can agree with corned beef. I 100%. Best and worst tin. Corned beef, I, I'd go with best. 100%. Um, protein bars, Daniel. Oh, yes. Well, I have got uh, Misfits again. So there we go. Always fun, isn't it? Misfits, vegan. Is it, it says vegan. Mm. It is vegan, yeah. Plant-powered. Speculoos, which is of course Biscoff, but you can't say Biscoff because it's brand name. Speculoos <laughs> is the uh, Ooh, flavor now. I had some amazing Biscoff ice cream. Oh, not alone. Was beautiful with like it was like some sort of Cornish cream or whatever the Cornish ice cream, like Kelly's stuff, and it was like oh clotted cream, yeah, lovely. The so cream per bar, we have got 15 grams of protein, 10 grams of 11 grams of fiber, only six grams of carbs, and nine grams of fat. Um, so the Misfits was the last week was the very very good white chocolate peanut I believe was the one that I would buy again will I buy this one again <laughs> oh yeah you uh, you you did your own kind of taste test on your Instagram didn't you you're missing doing a show so much Dan had to uh, do a protein bar review by himself but didn't do it straight away but he, I, I, I don't know if this is looking promising he's not like gagging so that's probably a good thing but doesn't look like it's as Mate, good as the white chocolate. Vegan protein bars have come on oh, a very is. long way. <laughs> They've come good. on a very long way. Misfits. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like 100% Biscoff. Like, if you gave me that without telling me, I wouldn't know it was Biscoff. Yeah. But it's still nice. Do you know what I mean? It's still... I know it's got a bit of it, but I am very, very impressed. I'm actually going to buy some of these, like to actually eat. Like they've got a much nicer texture than the like the more whey proteiny bars, do you know? Yeah. They just they feel nicer. Do. They feel nicer to eat. They feel a little bit lighter, don't they? They're lighter yeah. and like yeah, and not as chewy and yeah. The protein. They just are tends going to... places. I'm telling you now. Misfits are going places. They just tend to, yeah, eat better, I feel. The uh all like nearly nearly all the vegan stuff. It's crazy. I don't know why. Mm. That is a basically pea protein and soya protein nuggets is the protein source in it. Soya protein. Pro- soya nuggets. Classic. Soya flour. It's got soya flour in it as well. That might be good. Yeah. But, uh, mate, that's good. That is up there with, with a grenade bar. That is up there with a grenade bar. Easy. Nice. Easy. Calories 183. So, although there is a little bit less protein in them, if they made them the same calorie amount, it'd probably be pretty much the same. Yeah. An extra 40 calories might push up to sort of maybe 18, 19. I wonder why they have them. Um, uh, I think uh, probably a, a cost thing. Mm. 45 grams serving. I wonder if it's just, yeah, because of the 
Mm, maybe it costs a bit more. Who knows? And then Seems we've got. I feel, I feel like the golden, just the golden ticket notch is normally just 20 grand, doesn't it? Yeah. You'd have thought so, yeah. Um, now we've got Bear Bell's Crunchy Fudge. I've had my eyes on this for a long, long time. Um, my assumption is that it's going to be crunchy and fudgy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's got the little, like, it's got the little beads on it. Like, you know, like the grenade mm. birthday cake one, like the little crunchy, okay. like, yeah, bead yeah. things. And I'm, disclaimer, I have had one of these the other day. The reason I'm eating it now is because I actually tried it before this got delivered. And then I remembered I ordered one. Um, and possibly one of the worst protein bars I've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for, not a gagging sensation, but Dan's uh, not right, impressed face. Awful. All right. If I said to you, crunchy fudge, you'd expect something crunchy in it. No. The little white bits on the outside the little white is bits. crunch. Really? Just a crunch. That's There's cool. no fudge in it. It tastes just bland. Just generic sweetness. No Weird, crunch. Weird, isn't it? Like, you'd think... Boring taste. The, the, if I was... If, I mean... If I'm sitting there doing taste tests of other stuff on the market, I'd get the Misfits bars out. If I do what we do, literally, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to yeah. go on Protein Pick Mix, get all of them, and be like, what is out there? And like, all right. oh, right, this is good. Don't even just about fudge. But I thought this was going to be like the caramel crisp ones. You know, the ones with the crispy, where they're a bit like, yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. a PhD smart bar. Like I thought, oh, they're going to have developed it. Crunchy, fudgy. I was like, oh, that can be really good. Honest to God, I was so disappointed. I had to finish it, but this one I'm not going to finish. Awful. One of the worst protein bars you can get. There you go. Wow. Bear Bells. What a fall from grace because they used Waffle. to be so good. No, we used to we used to be in, in conjunction with them. Jesus. We did. That's why we, well, they've gone downhill since we left. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, their caramel crisp and the chocolate crisp ones were much better than, than, than the, the normal Bear Bells. But that is the worst of all the... Like, I'd have the chocolate coconut one over that. Oh, that was bad. Coconut, coconut bile, mate. But, so one good, uh, one this bad. Speculous, this misfits, mate. I'm all over it. Misfit bars. I will, well, I will go on Protein Pig Mix and do the selection. We should probably post what, we, post what we buy, then everybody else can buy them with us. They can taste along. They can do it along with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Um, I, so today, probably for the title, I'm going to write this in, um, is the holiday episode because obviously I went on holiday. Dan is not really going on holiday, but he'll switch off a little bit walking around. And he did a staycation-y. But I think a lot of people will have gone on, come back from, is about to rip raw back into training, work, diets, and... Uh, I think we'll just give a little lowdown on um, how we rediscover our nutrition, rediscover our training. And probably the, the thing I highlighted here is the first thing we're going to talk about is um, how and why uh, we switch off. And I think it's definitely something that's come to more of a, a realization over the last two years, maybe two, three years, mm. um, especially for me and you, mate. I guess that's just a good thing. Because we we do a fair amount of work, and you realise, uh, yeah, you need the holiday, and you need to cut yourself, especially in the personal training industry, and our fitness industry, where 
there's some still some barbaric people who think that we offer 24 seven service, um, which is madness. And yeah, well, I remember doing that post with the PT collective and there was people that were like, what are you insane? We, yes, we do. Of course we do. I was like, no, we don't. Like, are you insane? Like, we teach people to pick stuff up and put it down again correctly and then tell them not to eat food. Really, realistically. Um, that's it. In, in layman's terms, as brutal as that sounds. Um, but we need time to just literally to shut off because I feel like we're we're in an industry where we serve and it's never normally, hopefully, if you're a good trainer, it's never about you. It should always be about the people you serve. Um, and I guess and we're not going to put ourselves on pedestals like these people, but like doctors and nurses, it's always about their patients. For us, it should always be about our clients. But literally the time to shut off when nobody asks us of anything is precious. If there's any clients listening to this, then this is why I don't reply to anything whilst I'm on holiday. <laughs> because literally, it's not normally something I get asked. Like, I don't get asked if I want anything. It's normally a case of uh, me doing something for somebody. Because um, that's why everybody will message us wanting something more than anything else and advice from something. And therefore, we need just kind of some white noise to shut that out. And please let us have that sometimes so. yeah i had to um i think I, I i was the closest i've been to burnout um earlier on this year i think um i think half of it's been self-employed i think anyone who's self-employed regardless of fitness or not i think it has that heightened yeah. to a degree and i think in fitness it's heightened to a degree and i think combine the two together and it is heightened i don't think fitness is unique in that sense i think anyone who works himself or is self-employed um, has a similar attitude um, to it, but yeah, I was as close as I've ever been. Uh, and I don't know if many people would know or recognise maybe that. I don't. I don't know. Um, I recognised it after speaking to a few people, and I read a few books and I took a bit of time out to kind of make sure that I, I did that. And it's a couple of them really helped in particular, but but more so was again like my mentor. Right, that's the biggest influence usually and. In, he just said, buy a different phone. He's like, get a second phone, turn off your work phone when you're not contactable and enjoy your fucking life like that. Literally <laughs> said something like that. And I was like, do you know what? Like, like it's a certain point where you go, actually, why am I doing this if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing as well? And it's, it's twofold though. It's not only to switch off. It's actually that in our line of work, we encourage people to take deloads, to take all this sort of stuff because it's a stress to the body and you allow yourself to recover. You allow yourself to think more clearly, all these sorts of things. And like, we just don't take our own advice when it comes to work. And the reality is we need those times, those days, those evenings, those weekends to switch off, to allow our minds to be creative, to help people in a better way and turn up in a better mood and have better conversations and see things. So we don't miss things and all this sort of stuff. And I think it's something that I've learned the hard way. But also I believe that you have to go through it to understand that that's what's needed. Like, I don't think anyone listening to this who's 23 as a PT doing 100 hours a month, 120 hours a month would go, they'd be like, oh, it's fine. I don't care. I'm all right. I'm like, yeah, you probably are. You probably are right now. But as you become older, you have more responsibilities, you have more interests, you have more important, dare I say, responsibilities. Um, 
you soon realize you can't carry on that way and you soon realize that your energy levels are finite your attention span all that sort of stuff is finite but i noticed it more in not even in my work in terms of like my client stuff it was more everything else it was i wasn't very creative I was getting really wound up about work really, really easily. I was comparing myself to other people. I was looking at what other people were doing more than I was looking at what I was doing. And it was all just because I was doing too much. I was doing too much and I wasn't focused. There's this whole thing in, in when you're self-employed of working in your business or working on your business. And if you spend all the time working in your business, like day-to-day replying to clients, doing sessions, and no, no time stepping back, and having an overlook of where you are now, where you want to be in six months, 12 months, where your weak links are, where you need to do CPD, all these things, you'll never, you'll never actually grow. And part of the working on your business is taking time off and allowing your body and mind to kind of rest and recover. And um, I've had a few clients who've been through similar things over the last 18 months. A couple of them quit their jobs because they were, they were, they were getting to that point where even employed roles now are becoming a lot more demanding of people and, and their time and stuff. And I think one of the beauties of being self-employed is you can decide to do that and take that time. And my mentor said to me, he said, you will, he said, you will become a better coach for this. You won't, it doesn't feel like it right now mm. in, a week, in the first week, there's two weeks or a month. He said, but once you, because one of the things for me, <coughs> was, he's like, turn mm. your work phone off. You'll be fine. And he said, once you spend the day, with that phone off and you turn it back on again, let's say on a Saturday, I turn it on once at 10 o'clock in the morning and once at say 7 p.m. Or even not even that, he said, if you, the next day, 10 a.m. on Sunday, you turn it back on and you get no messages from your clients. You soon realize that you're putting the pressure on yourself to be accessible. You don't need to be like, they're not bothered. Or if you do get a message, it's not that important. You can answer it on Sunday. It's not a huge problem. And he said, the more times you do that, the more times you realize that there's a much higher percentage of time you're not needed than you are. Like we put the pressure on ourselves to be like, oh, I better take my phone just in case. In case what? Like in case what? Someone eats a piece of chocolate. What are they going to do? Ring you? (laughs) No, they're not. Like who cares? In the same with trainers, you know, it's like you should set your clients up well enough to know that if you haven't got this bit of equipment available in the gym, use that bit. Like it's, again, it's not the end of the fucking world if they miss an exercise one day. Like it's not. And I think sometimes we put the pressure on ourselves to be so accessible. And it's one of those where if you don't set boundaries for clients, they how do they know whether it's allowed or not or whether you're happy with it or not? And I think that's the biggest thing for me is I've learned to now set those boundaries and make sure that I actually apply them properly. And I've noticed straight away an increase in my productivity, my creativity, my, my, my just desire to, I suppose, do more content. It was more that side of stuff, more business. Client stuff's fine. Like those days you zone in, you're cool. You're good. It's more the other stuff. And it's like, can I be bothered to go on my stories today? Can I be bothered to post something? Can I be bothered to try and help someone in, in, in it with content, emails, podcasts, all these sorts of things? And actually, it's funny how when you take that rest, you do become more creative. That side of your brain switches back on again, almost. Um, and and that, like, you know, like we talked about before, it's part of the reason for golf, right? It's part of the thing for me. It was like, yes, it was, it meant me and you could see each other more. Yes, it meant that I could pick up a sport and not play for a long time. But actually, it's as much of getting away and being inaccessible. That yeah. is actually one of the draws that, that brought me towards that as a sport. Um, a little bit less pressure as well. Like I say, with cricket and other sports, it can be a bit fucking intense sometimes if you play at a half-decent level. Whereas golf, it's all down to you and you can kind of relax with it. Um, which is why I've started playing golf. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the biggest releases for me. It always has been. Like, yeah. 
going and playing because it's just that one bit. It's just like one place that I can run away out of the city as well and just yeah. be like, all right, I'm. Oh, it's, it's, uh, there's definitely something about the nature as well. Like for me, it was like yeah. four hours of just not even thinking about about work, about anything. Fitness. Yeah, it's great. You're, you're just even not surrounded by, by anything that reminds you of it. And you don't even have to talk about anything else. It's because you're normally talking a bit about what you're doing. Like, I'm going to play this shot. I'm going to try and do this. Oh, how did that How did that feel when you did that? And all that kind of stuff. It's very golf talk as well. Like, yeah. So that's what tends to happen to me. But that's the release. So just just making sure that trainers are aware more than anything else. And if there's any clients that listen, it's like, yeah, your trainer probably doesn't need. If they're younger, they, they're probably burning at both ends and trying to do it. But there will be a time. And I think, yeah, the older and more experience that you get, that you're going to have to make that time and realize that you shouldn't be contactable 24-7 all the time. And because I, I think from the, so for you, like it was, it's a case of what's the most common thing that people will contact you outside of hours for, like clients? Honestly, I would say two thirds of it is fucking trying to send me a joke or send me something funny that's on Instagram or social media, like genuinely, genuinely. But then like, like my mentor saying, he's like, yeah, but that's still work. Cause it's still their name. You still reply. It's still yeah. that part of your brain is still going. And I, I would say the other third is literally usually if they're at the gym at seven o'clock, seven o'clock at night, Oh, this machine's broken. What should I use instead or whatever? Something like that. Um, I filled in my fit. I filled in my training assessment form for you. You know, stuff that just doesn't need a response usually. Like it's usually that sort of stuff. Like I don't get any st- like really stressed out messages. Most of the time, it, that sort of stuff goes on in check-ins or, or, or on phone calls, really. Which yeah. is down to me and my time. Because obviously, the ones that I get is trying to obviously shift sessions. It would be like the night yeah. before, and they're trying to yeah. move them or stuff like that. And I'm pretty strict. Um, because I'm like, no, that's the schedule for my week. Like that's already in my diary. Yeah. Like I will, I will only move like you. And I'm, it sounds like really blunt because I, I know there's some trainers. I literally heard it today. He was like, at the end of like poor like the lad Ian missed this. Uh, he was like, I'm here to serve you. So whatever times you can do. And I'm like, 100 percent no, 100 percent no, no. I, I <laughs> that's a that's a guaranteed way to burn out and be walked all over. I was like, no, no. These are the times I can do. These are the times we'd already agreed to. So therefore, they were fine a week ago. So why they're not? Right? If it's exceptional, yeah. I might move it. But yeah, uh, I get. Well, that was our first that. thing, wasn't it? When we were, that was our first thing when we when we started. It was get as busy as possible because we again we were young, busy as possible. And after that, it was these are the times I don't want to work. So Correct. now yeah. I don't work these times. If you want a session <laughs> now, we're gonna have to do a different time. And it was like one of those where we knew we might lose ten hours a week of PT if we if they all left. But actually, what happened was eight of the hours got moved to a better time, and two weeks later, the other two were like, "Actually, yeah, I can't do that time now. Fine, Come yeah, on. yeah, easy." Shock. And it was like, it, "Yeah, you're you're the one with the skills. You're the one with the skill set that yeah, they come want." Coming to you, yeah. So yeah. you can, you can <laughs> decide what you want to do. Like I do it in my check-ins. I do my check-ins when I want to do my check-ins. So I do it on a Wednesday and a Thursday. Now, there's two reasons for that, and reasons I do those on a, on a Wednesday, Thursday. Number one is it stops this whole starting again on Monday mentality. Like a lot of, a lot of PTs I see do this. Yeah. Check in on Sunday and then we'll check, I'll check, we'll check in on Monday or whatever. And I'm like, mm, that just reinforces the whole, we start on Mondays all the time. Like everything starts on Mondays. Yeah. So I was like, whereas I go in, whereas my clients go into the weekends with a plan of action. Cause it's like Wednesday or Thursday that they get a plan. They go, right, this is how you're going to 
this is what happened at the weekend, so I'm going to deal with it. But the other thing is for me, it's for actually so that I can then chill out a bit more. So if I want to go somewhere on a Friday, I can go for the for a long weekend or a Monday or whatever. But actually what happens is we do business stuff. So we start our week doing more, where's the business at? What we focused on? Lots of meetings on Monday, Tuesday's content day, Wednesday, Thursday, client stuff, and then Friday's a free day, which I can fill with whatever I kind of want. Um, but it's because I want to do it on those days. There's the days that I feel work best for, for me, work best for my clients, all that sort of stuff. But I could move them. If I move them to Monday or Tuesday, if I wanted to, then they get moved. Do you know, it's not like, oh, well, whatever works for you. It's like, no, like, they're the times I check in now. Simple as that. Like, it, and, and PTs need to definitely be stronger with that. Like, we, we used to hate doing evenings. I remember I used to be always in first thing in the morning. I, you can get me there all day long. I'm cool with that. Get everything done. If I can get eight sessions done by 2 p.m., sold yeah. every day <laughs> every day um and whereas a lot of pts didn't think like that they were just like how many can i fit in in a month and i'm like i was i was a guy i was always happy to do 80 or 90 in the hours that i wanted to do them than do 110 120 on hours i didn't keep your yeah. extra 30 hours mate not bothered i want to be home by three o'clock <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's that simple that like, as a pt i think and it's it baffles well, I say it baffles me it doesn't i don't know some people do it but we used to create blocks, didn't we? We used to be like, they're the block. We used to get three back-to-back, hour off, three back-to-back, yeah. hour off. And that was like, and then maybe one or two. That was like the golden thing. It's like, you don't put people randomly everywhere. You put them back-to-back, like three, four, back-to-back, bang, 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 bang. Like, that's what you do. But some people don't do that. You know, they, they go, oh, when, do you, when, yeah, when can you do? quarter past six don't do quarter past like come on oh yeah i don't like i don't like even doing (laughs) half past if i'm really honest like i'm like no no no. on the hour please i like i prefer that it fits nicely into my calendar like yeah i I just think as you get older and more experienced you just couldn't demand that a little bit more you command that that respect or you know you command that ability to do it but the quicker you get it and realize it's not actually about age it's actually about authority and how much you know and skill set than it is about how old you are then you know, I reckon that's why I've, I've reckon that's why probably uh, I don't know it'd be an interesting thing if uh, a young trainer would uh, shadow one of my sessions they'd be like you're really mean to your clients I'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> you're really sarcastic correct yeah they ask stupid questions yeah. so why should I not yeah. be <laughs> yeah no. I, I feel like I, I should I should do like well, a little like video your best clients like uh, Ben Bruno with uh, Chelsea Handler, because I've got some clients that are like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should, 100%. I mean, brilliant. <laughs> He's so, so good. Um, but also as well, I, I find that the clients that are your best clients, the ones that you enjoy working with the most, you know, the ones that fit your niche or whatever, are the ones that actually never take the piss. They never do. Yeah. They're always on time. They always do everything perfectly. It's always the ones that you kind of are a bit like, oh, should I have taken them on? Or, oh, you know, you're always a bit, you have that first initial call or your first session or meeting and you kind of go, mm, okay, cool. Yeah. And then within three sessions or three weeks, you're like, okay, shouldn't have done that. This is like, tough. you just know. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, every week check-ins are late every week that there's, you know, outside of hours stuff that are like just irrelevant things that you don't need to know. And all these sorts of things that, that crop up. And it's just funny how, when I look at my client list anyway, like, all the ones like that I'm looking at and going perfect client, perfect client. They're the ones that whenever I say I'm going on holiday, they're like, have a great time. I won't message you. Don't need you. Have an amazing time. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's the ones that you 
no, you probably shouldn't have said yes to. And the ones you were like, oh, I'm not sure ever. Referrals as well, always one of the worst ones. Um, <laughs> they're the ones that message you when you're away. They're the ones that, you know, oh, I, I get time. the whole, uh, that I'm like, oh, uh, just FYI, I'm going away in two weeks. I'll get the, what? Why? I'm like, well, uh, well you've been away long, <laughs> so I need to go away. Oh, but I'm not going away then. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you've got your yeah. training program. I'm like, I can set you up another coach. Absolutely fine. Oh, okay. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for that. And it's hard. It's hard not being a coach. because I think you, there's an assumption that it's, it's a two way relationship. Again, all my best clients, it's a good relationship and they do go, oh, are yeah. you like some of my clients, even on check-ins, they say, say to me, how are you? How are you doing? You yeah. Because, yeah. like, because yeah. you know, we do it same back and forth and, you know, they, they want to know about how I am, how work's going, how business is, because they're actually intrigued by the behind the scenes element to some of the stuff, which is great. And it's, and it's really nice to, to have that or they'll text you that or they'll on Instagram, they always having, having good chats and stuff and, and good banter and things. It's just, yeah, it's just funny when you, you, you know, you just know those ones that, message you when you're on holiday you always you can bet you i i, I know my who it's going to be when i look at my list i know when i go away next <laughs> week i'm like if i said to my clients that i'm going to dubai in two weeks time for a week i'm still available we can still do check-ins however if you really don't feel like you need to check in then you you know don't it's fine like kind of thing you can bet your bottom dollar that i, I know which ones won't and which ones will like 100 percent pretty much guaranteed <laughs> like it's it's just that thing of you just know like you can you can read these people you know a mile away i think with that sort of stuff and it's and it just fascinates me how it's the same in pt and it's the same in all these things but they're also the the first people in their own business to be like well i want a holiday i deserve a holiday or they set their own yeah. boundaries really really well but then they moment <laughs> when you do it, it's like what like hang on this doesn't work <laughs> like remember i used to have that one guy when i was pt in third space every session would be 15 minutes late and i mean every session used to come running in 50 and i was just i just to look at him and just be like so disrespectful like yeah if this was one of your meetings at your bank or whatever you were working at you wouldn't stand for this just yeah uh, that's the thing that used to annoy me really annoy me lateness is yeah absolute pet peeve <laughs> fine it's just like it's zero excuse considering you've agreed a time right yeah I don't care what happened no get a commitment oh uh, yeah commitment to a person that's the whole point oh uh, that's insane yeah. yeah i'd be like it's... there's there's one there's one train was like one trainer who's always like half an hour to 35 minutes late to an hour session i'm like what's the point i'd be like no cut off is half an hour i'm not doing it now <laughs> like sorry <laughs> like there's why a you bother booking it in don't why bother having a yeah. trainer like baffling to me but <laughs> It's insane. But anyway, we went off a little bit off topic, but how we restructure diets and how we'd restructure training. So obviously I started a new training plan, all the bells and whistles today. I didn't. Um, I kind of, I, I, I want to lift heavy for a little bit. So I'm just doing some like fours and fours. So I went off back off the, I did like a random section of a training plan and it's going to be a bit of a random week just working out what exercises I think are weak as piss, what I can blend together, what seems to fit well in the gym at the moment, because a bit of restructuring. Um, so yeah, that's how I gauge my first week back, especially because I feel like it's a great protocol to change um, 
kind of direction. So change like what you have been doing. So I had been doing a little bit more ESD, um, like energy system stuff, a little bit more how Dan is training. So I'm going to go back in and change that focus. So I'm not going to go power. I'm doing a bit of power into strength, basically, is what I'm doing. Um, I'm blending those. I still will tick over with ESD. It won't be a focus. How I tend to write things, I'll be like, what are my improvements? What are slight improvements? And what do I want to maintain? Um, is how I set it up. And I'm like, I want big improvements in strength. I want small improvements in power. I want to maintain size and basically um, ESD. So that's how I categorize how much my rep ranges sit um, and when I'm programming that. So I'll be like, all right, I need more strength stuff because that's my main improvement. Then I need uh, secondary will be power stuff. So that's going to be, I'll have a little bit less of that. And then I need to maintain. So I'll be having like one hypertrophy set or something like that. Uh, and I'm blending it through the week. Three lifting sessions, one to two ESD, cardio-based, static, listen to podcast sessions. Um, because yeah boring but has to happen keep keep the heart healthy Daniel um, but yeah and also I've, I've started my diet probably Dan's and because I've eaten everything and I drank every single day I was away oh yeah um, put it back um, but that doesn't mean I drank loads one like a good few of the nights I just have a glass of wine with dinner that's to me that's drinking shot people are like that's not drinking like, yeah, I had a drink. <laughs> I have yeah, one glass of drink. wine with dinner. That's drinking to me. So, yeah, a few of the nights, obviously, just that. Um, yeah, they moved on from that. They were really confused, actually, the first night we were there because uh, neither me or Chloe drunk. Um, I think we'd, like, have been out the day before. And we were just like, yeah, just diet coke and water. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no wine? No, 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 you're fine. It really um, annoys me that that's not, like, it, it, it's, that that's the kind of perception of it. I feel yeah, yeah, so they were odd. like, Oh, do you not any wine? No, no drink. I was like, yeah, I just ordered Diet Coke. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I think. We're good. Just water. We're good with the water. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Like, like it, but like it comes across as cheap on anything else. Uh, and you're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I buy all the Diet Coke for all I care. Like, I don't know. <laughs> give me your fancy bottle. I, bottles, I, I, yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> I, I that this it's a it's a pet hate of mine. That obviously I get a lot. Yeah. And you know when you someone go just I just say oh. Diet Coke's been oh, just a Diet Coke. Do we just a Diet? No, it's just what I want. Like, <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's almost like, oh, I feel sorry for you. It's like, no, don't. Like, I'm doing better than you because you're having alcohol. <laughs> like, I'm fine. I'm going to be healthier for it. Like, That's it's, fun. and people always think that. They always go, oh, um, oh, so, oh, what is it? Because you're, because you're, because you're fitness stuff. No, I just don't like the taste of it. So I don't drink it. <laughs> Would you drink piss in a cup? No, that's what it tastes like to me. So not gonna drink it so I'm not I, like just, I, I just i love alcohol absolutely fine love wine big wine drinker but there will be i i get to a, a night i can't do it all the time but obviously i can but probably yeah five out of the six days i was away i did drink i was just like but it wasn't excessively i'm not like let's get pissed and not enjoy the next day I, i'm i'm not big with that but i can do that uh but yeah setting up your diet Dan. what what should i be doing first day back 800 calories straight off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> what you should be doing is probably eating some veg. You should probably be eating some vegetables, and eating some protein, Tom. That's probably the, the main I thing. Ate a, we ate a lot of veg. We're at some good restaurants, my friend. So we ate a lot of vegetables. So we're f- absolutely fine for that. We ate a lot of oysters. Probably saw from Instagram. 
um, which I think did not do too well for my tummy. Um, no. Or you know, came through pretty rapidly. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I've set myself up at between 2.2 two and 2.5 two on uh, my calories at the moment. And I'm just going to track some calories for, like you say, for a week and uh, see where I'm at. And then probably I'm quite similar to you. We eat very similar foods. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just That's get what I'd off. do. If, I, if, it, if, it was, if it was you, I'd be saying, yeah, I'd be saying track your foods for a week, see where you're at, eat the same foods, same meals for breakfast, lunch that you enjoy. And then dinners vary a little bit. Like that's what I do. Like it's so fucking basic. Um, and people just don't like doing that. And, and this is the whole thing about meal plans, which I hate is that when someone gives you one that you don't want to do, but I want to do this one. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with eating yogurt and fruit and then chicken and potato Monday through Friday every day. I'm cool with that. I've chosen to do that. It's a bit big difference. And um, I think one of the biggest things I always say to people, and I'm actually going to do a video on this at some point soon, is I actually think that we've gone too far with snacking. Like, when did, when did it become, like, socially unacceptable to just have three big meals a day? Like, everyone's obsessed with snacking. Everyone. Oh, I've got to have a snack. What are you going to have for snack? What are you going to have, like, what are you going to have for your mid-morning snack or your mid-afternoon snack? Or <laughs> where's, where's your You're snack coming in? Just... I'm like... Yeah. why don't you just have bigger breakfast, bigger lunch, bigger dinner? You might feel fuller for longer. You might actually enjoy the meal because it's got more calories in it. But people try and do this 300 calorie meal. Then they can have a 200 calorie snack, 300 calorie lunch. No wonder you're always hungry. You're never full. Like, <laughs> whereas after eating that, those, that chicken and potatoes, bearing in mind the potatoes is 350 grams of potatoes. I feel pretty full after eating all that. It lasts me from two o'clock to dinner at half six, seven comfortably. Uh, people have lost this perception of you can just have three or four big meals a day. Four if you want to get your optimal protein in. But again, most people, three big meals and a protein shake, you're going to be fine. 40 grams of protein each meal, not a problem. I, I, I really think that the world has gone too far. And it comes from the whole, oh, can't be hungry. Like, oh, a little bit hungry. That's bad for you. Oh, no. Like, no, you can be hungry. Like, you're fine. But Absolutely people fine. then don't eat big meals. They don't like feeling full for some reason. And again, I think it's because they think that eating a lot is bad for you. Um, that's what yeah, I would always so. say to people. I would say, cut out your snacking. I'd eat bigger meals, cut out your snacking. You might just find you eat better quality foods because most snacks, again, processed, all that sort of stuff. It's just easier. I, find, I think it's easier just to be someone who says, I don't snack. Have that mindset of, I don't snack. Mm. I just eat meals. Do that and come back. Don't worry about snacks. Boom. Easy. Yeah. So I'm just going to be not snacking, apparently. Yeah, Before, they don't I, you I, dare I, snack now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tend to have, I'm the same as Dan, as like yogurts. Uh, but obviously, I'm, I'm probably out the door a little bit early. So I have like a little protein pouchy yogurt, um, a coffee, and then I'll come back. Like my mid-morning is actual breakfast, I guess. Then I'll, I'll quite happily have two, two yogurts. Madness. Um, I'm, <laughs> go have some yogurt again, and then whatever I'm having for. I'm not, I haven't decided. Need to. We do need to hit the shops, but our box have got delivered, so I'm definitely having courgettes and some like kale and stuff like that. So, oh, um, yeah. which is always good. That's the good thing about odd box. You never know what veg you're having. So, a lot box, have you? Odd box, great, great, great idea. Um, yeah, okay, and we'll see what's going on with that. 
So I'm just probably going to be, it's going to be a lot of chicken, a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, one of the biggest things I do do though is I switch straight to black coffee and liquid calories are absolutely out the door. Um, even Always so done. much so that um, the prep lady was so confused today because I'd normally order a flat white and she was like, flat white? And I was like, no, black. She's like, what? What's going on? Oh, insane. So she knew you were dieting at that point. At I know, that point, and I was she like, I'm dieting, so can't have those extra 100 cows there. No, <sighs> if I have two of them, 200 cows. Yeah. Can have a little snack. I had some Monster Munch today, so uh, that instead. Lovely. Lovely Monster Munch. Best, uh, the last last thing of the, of the of the podcast, best Monster Munch flavour. I used to like the, they said it was hot, but it wasn't hot, was it? Like Flaming hot or whatever it is. Flaming yeah. hot, but it wasn't flaming hot. It was just flaming, I suppose. Because <laughs> there's, I think the, the three standard ones are like, is it beef? Is it a beef one? And then, Beef's uh, good, yeah. And then a flaming heart, and then a pickled onion. I did, I, I was never a huge fan of pickled onion. To, oh, you're honest. insane! Pickled onion is the correct answer. And on that bombshell, <laughs> any other business? Not for me, no. No, um, not for me, really. Obviously, Dan has his other his uh, sister project with uh, Mike. And uh, as you've seen, the PT Collective podcast is now on. Yeah, you launched yours. I saw that as well. We launched, we relaunched, I believe. Um, there's actually an episode with you on it, isn't there? But not me. And uh, But me and Lukey have uh, relaunched. Um, annoyingly, uh, this this podcast with Dan is the, the fun podcast I have to do. And this would probably one is more serious for you um, compared to the Mike's one. Yeah. Whereas this yeah. is the more fun one. And... The one with Luke for me is a lot more business. <laughs> so if you want like actual content and uh, advice, because that's what it's geared for, and serious chat about, I think the seven core components um, of fitness and business. Yeah, go listen to it. So you Spotify, and Luke will still make it fun. Stuff. You'll still oh, yeah, make we, it we, fun. We, we still have, we we still talk shit basically, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just the audio quality obviously is crisp as fuck because Luke is a massive audio snob and he had a go at me about Dan's audio. So, yeah. Oh, what if I got to change? What do I need to change? I know, ask him what I need I to know. change. Ask, ask him, mate. Your, your friends are uh, He's He said your audio was a little bit too crisp. No. Uh, too, uh, too crisp? Too stop-starty. It wasn't, it wasn't in, uh, in the flow. So, yeah. Wow. Blame Jabra. Do you know? It's just a little microphone <laughs> that I've got here. It's not, yeah. not doing anything to it. Yeah, because he gave me his massive XLR or whatever it is, and I was like, like this huge thing in front of my face. I have often considered getting one of the proper ones, you know, because I've got something here to attach it to with a little, you know, a little thing on it, so you don't say your puzz and your buffer, yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, Yeah. I thought about it, but I was like, is it also going to be interesting as well? So Luke wants to do whenever I'm doing it with him because we will have guests on and stuff like that. Um, it's always going to be in person, so it'll be interesting to see how that works. They are up. better. They are better. Like when we came to do it, it was it was it definitely worked very very well. Yeah, I feel like we've we've covered it well though. I think it's not as bad as what people assume to be like over just doing it over like Zoom and stuff like that. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. All right, yeah, go listen to that. Subscribe to what is yours called? Bicycle Band Radio. There you go. Rich as is. 
uh, the PT Collective Podcast or the Personal Training Collective Podcast. I'm not too sure. Type in that somewhere. Easy. It'll come up. <laughs> Probably put it on the bios and stuff in there. All right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.